What would Paul say when he finishes the most exalted portion of the New Testament? He's just finished writing Romans 1 through 11, especially 9 to 11 with its complex description of the ways of God that we would have never come up with on our own. What would he say? How would he end? That's what we have here. And what I want to illustrate is a way of seeing the structure of a paragraph in its logical order, which is sometimes different from its verbal order. So let me pray for us that God would lift our hearts to where Paul is here and that he would do that by enabling us to see the way he has structured his conclusion. Father, we want to end all things giving you glory like Paul does here. And we want to see why he does. We want to go there with him. We want to go down into the depths with him and up to the heights with him. So come, Holy Spirit, and grant us that help, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, the depth. And that word oh really is there in the Greek. Oh, it's, it's like you can't get any deeper. Oh, the depth of the riches, wisdom, and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments. How inscrutable are his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Now, let me show you how I go about drawing the structure of a paragraph like this. Start like this. This is verse 33a. Deepest, I'm going to label them, deepest riches and knowledge and understand wisdom. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. So they are very, very deep. Now, how unsearchable are his judgments follows from their depth, right? The reason that they're unsearchable and inscrutable is because of how deep they are. So this is like a therefore. So I'm going to, a therefore takes you up in the argument. These things are the basis of this. You draw a little pedestal here. It's supporting verse 33b. So it's gone up, and we can label this one uh, unsearchable riches. No, unsearchable, sorry, unsearchable judgments, ways. So the reason that they're unsearchable and inscrutable is because of how deep this wisdom and knowledge is. And then comes four, which is a because. And because is a ground. It takes you down. This therefore takes you up. And because takes you down. So 30, verse 34. Because the Old Testament, these are, these are quotes here now from Job and Isaiah. Because God's word says, 
no one adds, can add, to his wisdom or knowledge, right? Is that what that says? For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Answer, nobody. You can't counsel the Lord. He counsels you. You don't teach him. He teaches you. You can't add anything to him. And verse 35 says the same thing about the riches, namely, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid. So the riches that are so deep are supported by the fact that nobody has ever given a gift to God that he might be repaid because God already owns everything. No one gives to God so as to enrich him or make him a a beneficiary of their generosity. Everything, I almost jumped the gun, because for from him, through him, and to him are all things. So 36a, all things from, he's the origin, through, he sustains them all, to, he's the reason for them all. And that's given as a ground for why nobody can give anything to God. Nobody can add any knowledge to God because all the things that we have are already from him, through him, and to him. He owns them already. Therefore, highest point in the argument, 36b, glory to God. To him be glory forever. Now, here's the way I look at this. I'm going to draw a dotted line from level 33 over here. And a dotted line like this, and a dotted line like this, and a dotted line like this. Because this, 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 this are five levels. This is level one, this is level two, this is level three, level four. Sorry for the mess. This is level five. Do you see how that works? And the, the logic is, is different. The, the lowest thing came first. The highest thing came last, but in the middle you have these different levels. And then what I do when I've drawn it like that, because I've seen the clues, I've seen this therefore implied here, this for explicit, this for explicit, a therefore is implied here, therefore to him be glory. Then I try to name the levels. So here's my summary of Paul's exalted argument conclusion. Level one, now that's the bottom level. God's riches and wisdom, oops, I meant to put knowledge here, I I repeated it. God's riches and wisdom and knowledge are infinitely deep, oh, the depth. Therefore, level two, his ways and judgment cannot be traced out by human mind without divine revelation. The reason I say it like that is because he did lead us partway into tracing out God's strange ways in verses, I mean, in chapters 9 to 11. Because these judgments we know cannot be traced out because the Word of God says nobody can add anything to his wisdom or knowledge and no one can add anything to his riches. And the reason it gives, level four, for why uh, we can't is because all the knowledge we have 
and all the riches we have, indeed, all that exists is from him and through him and to him. That's why we can't add anything to him, which is why his judgments are infinitely inscrutable, because they're so deep. Therefore, all glory belongs to God and not to us. That's the conclusion. So, let's go through it this way and then this way. The knowledge of God is very deep. Oh, how deep it is. Therefore, how unsearchable are his judgments and inscrutable his ways. Because no one has known the mind of the Lord or added anything to his knowledge. Or no one has given him a gift that he should ever be repaid. Because he, because, because, down here, he, he owns everything. He owns everything. And this is, this is deeper. He's Everything is very deep, and therefore he owns everything. Everything is his. All things are from him and through him and to him. And now, therefore, to him be glory forever and ever. So I commend to you, with a paragraph like this in particular, as you trace it out, Break it into these propositions. Notice the connections with these words where you don't have an explicit connection. Think through what the connections are, and then you can teach it or preach it in any direction. What matters in teaching and preaching is not that you go phrase by phrase. You can go from the back to the front, from the front to the back. You could start in the middle here somewhere and work in both directions. It doesn't matter. Be creative in the way you teach and preach. What matters is that you get this logic right because the whole world hangs on it and the glory of God.